You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. Well, all praise to him who reigns above in majesty supreme, who gave himself for man to die, that he might man redeem. Blessed be the name of the Lord Most High. Hello, dear friends. Our God truly is an awesome God. I know you have experienced that. How great is our God. A God who protects us, a God who provides for us, who watches our going out, watches our coming in, a God who heals us, a God who strengthens us. And I can go on all day telling you all the things that God can do for us. And there's a song which says, and it is no secret what God can do, because what God has done for others, God will do for you. Well, welcome to the New Day of Hope broadcast, a program designed to restore hope and restore life in you through the preaching and teaching of the word of the Lord. You know, that's the only thing that's going to stand the test of time. It's the word of the Lord. The grass will wither away. We know that. The flowers, they will fade away. But the word of the Lord will stand forever. Well, glory to his name. So the next 30 minutes is not robbery for you to spend with us. So this will be a very good time for you to call a neighbor, call a friend, and let them know that the New Day of Hope broadcast is on the air. There is a powerful word coming up for you tonight. And I know you will be blessed for the preaching of the word of the Lord. So here is a great word for you entitled, The Divine Benefit Package That Comes With Serving the Lord. And the, to, the one to share that word is none other but my beloved wife, Helena Langley. Our scripture is coming from Psalms 103, reading verses 1 through 5, and it begins, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Amen. The subject has already been given by my beloved husband, but I repeat it, the divine benefit package that comes with serving the Lord. The divine benefit package that comes with serving the Lord. When you are interviewed for a job, you are told what some of the benefits are that comes with that position because it gives you peace of mind. You don't have to worry about the kids when they get sick. You can actually visit the dentist twice a year for your regular cleaning because they offer you health insurance. You are also given vacation time. If you use your car, you're reimbursed for mileage. That's some company's policy. Some people have also been given the benefit of the company's car. Sadly, my company didn't give me the use of the company's car, but that's okay. Now, what if I told you that God has a benefit package for each of us 
that far exceed what any company or any institution could offer. I like to think of it as a heavenly benefits package. And what's great about this deal is that as long as you are on God's payroll, working in the occupation of King's Kid, then all these benefits are yours. But sad to say, some Christians tend to forget the awesome benefits that the Lord offers or some have no clue about the benefits. It reminds me about a story I read a while back about a man in Europe who wanted to travel to the United States. In those days, the only way to get here was by ocean liner. So this man worked hard, saved his money, and finally was able to buy a one-way ticket. Then he bought a suitcase and filled it with cheese and crackers. Then he figured that would be his food for the three-week journey because it was all he could afford. So the ship set sail and mealtime came. All the other passengers went into the large dining hall to eat their meal. The man went to his suitcase and took out some cheese and crackers. While he could smell the delicious aroma coming from the meal being served, he went to a corner and ate his cheese and crackers. After the meal, you know, the man heard some of the passengers talking about how full they were and the man wished that he could join them. He said, this could not be my husband because we have gone on several cruises and we always take the late sitting. And imagine finish eating at nine o'clock, but yet my husband is having midnight buffet. There's no way my husband could be eating cheese and crackers. He would have found some way to get into that dining room and have himself a good meal. However, toward the end of the trip, someone came up to him and said, I can't help but notice each time a meal is served, you go over to that corner and eat cheese and crackers. Why don't you come into the dining hall and eat with us? The man was embarrassed. And finally he said, well, to tell you the truth, I only had enough money to buy the ticket. There was no money left over for meals. The other passenger looked at him in amazement and said, why don't you realize the meals are included in the price of the ticket? Your meals have already been paid for. So today I want to remind someone about the divine benefit package that comes with serving the Lord. This plan offers an astounding health insurance policy. What HMO could offer to heal your diseases, let alone all of them and for free. HMO cannot touch this. It also offers an excellent life insurance policy. Redemption from the pit of not only hell, but all other pits you might find yourself in when you sin. It's a fitness program that beats working out at the gym. He renews your youth. And all of us who are getting older, we would like our youth to be renewed. It's a department-provided uniform. You got to wear love and compassion. It's a life-changing counseling sessions. Just think of how much better your mental state is when you know he forgives you of all your sins. And it's an ongoing satisfaction guaranteed or your money back seal of approval that never expires he satisfies your desires i like to call this the fivefold benefit blessings when you serve the lord this is what you are offered just in case you wonder where you can find out about this tremendous special offer 
David spelled it out for us in Psalms 103. It starts by saying, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Here we see that David is calling upon his soul to remember what the Lord has done. We can remember all kinds of things, especially what others have done to us or have said about us. But we tend to forget what the Lord has done in our lives. We have a long memory when it comes to our hurts, our sorrows, and our burdens, but a very short memory when it comes to recalling how good the Lord has been to us. So David is reminding himself to bless the Lord. We notice he begins by saying, bless the Lord, O my soul. The word bless means to kneel with the idea of adoration and praise. David knows that God is worthy of all the praise we can render to him. And David wants his soul to be involved in praising the Lord. The Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart because he was always praising and worshiping the true and living God. Psalms 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. We have to talk to ourselves sometimes, but once you don't answer back. We have to get our soul involved in praising the Lord. Our whole being must be involved in praising the Lord. Secondly, David called upon his soul to ponder on the Lord. He said, forget not all his benefits. He does not want his soul to forget what the Lord has done. So he's talking to his soul about the benefits of God. Benefits means anything that contributes to an improvement in condition or make things better. So David speaking to his soul, not to forget the benefits that God offers. Because like I said earlier, sometimes we have a tendency to forget. We allow ourselves to get caught up in the problems and troubles of life that we forget what the Lord did for us and where he's taken us. We are guilty of forgetting what God has done. You see, the world around us is in a constant state of change. The world is in a pandemic. The economy is in bad shape. People are having problems with their health. People are dying and people have no jobs. But I will remind you that while the world is changing, the benefits of the Lord never change. Why? Because he remains the same. Hebrews 13 verse 8 says, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise be to God. We should be shouting because God is faithful. He keeps his promises. He will never, ever change. Everything around us may change. The weather changes. Time changes. Friend changes. But praise be to God, he remains the same. Hallelujah. So the first benefit given to us by God is divine forgiveness. Psalm 23 verse 3 says, Who forgives all your iniquities. The word iniquities means sin. It's inward sin. And so divine forgiveness is the benefit God gives to us. It's his grace 
towards us whereby he removes our sins and releases his forgiveness in our life then chooses not to remember them so three things happen when he forgives us the first one is he removes our transgression in psalms 103 verses 10 and 12 of the same chapter it says he has not dealt with us according to our sins nor punish us according to our iniquities for as high as the heavens are above the earth so great is his mercy towards those who fear him as far as the east is from the west so far has he removed our transgressions from us so think about it as far as the east is from the west no one can measure the east or the west you cannot measure it that's how far he has removed our transgression transgression also means sin transgression is the outward sin and that's where we get the word trespass it also says he remembers our sins no more isaiah 43 25 says i even i am he who blots out your transgressions for my sake and i will not remember your sins that's shouting time he will not remember our sins hebrews 8 12 says for i will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds i will remember no more praise be to god he does not remember our sins he also releases us from our iniquities john 20 verse 23 says if you forgive the sins of any they are forgiven them if you retain the sins of any they are retained so when you forgive someone it doesn't mean you don't have knowledge of it it just means you don't bring it up again satan continually brings up our sins he brings up our past god does not when we accept christ we are forgiven i just showed you scripture that we are forgiven he removes our transgression he remembers our sins no more. He releases us from our iniquities. God took what we owe and Jesus paid the price in full. That's why Jesus came to this earth. John 3 16 says, favorite verse, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life so because you and i trusted christ we have been forgiven praise be to god so as we continue exploring psalm 103 the second benefit given to us by god is divine health verse 3 says who healeth all thy diseases we receive this gift the same way we receive divine forgiveness by grace through faith First Peter 2.24 says, Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, and we having died to sins might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Praise God. So he healed all diseases. When he died on the cross, our healing took place. We have been saved from the penalty of sin. We are being saved from the power of sin, and we will be saved from the presence of sin. Isaiah 33, 24 says, And the inhabitant will not say, I am sick. The people who dwell in it will be forgiven their iniquity. And we know this in Exodus 15, 26. He says, If you 
diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight. Give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of the disease on you which I have brought on the Egyptians for I am the Lord who heals you. So he is our healer. He bore our griefs and he carried our sorrows. So how do you receive that healing? Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 is by grace through faith. Healing is a gift from God that doesn't come by works or through simply just believing with great faith. It's a gift from God. You believe God to be saved. You have to believe God for your healing. Each day, you got to pray over your body. Anoint yourself with all that no disease, no corona, or any virus will come nigh you. You have to speak God's word over yourself. God has a power not only to heal our sicknesses and diseases, but also to heal any area of our life where we feel broken. Is there any area of your life where you need a healing touch from God? Cry out to him. He said, call upon me and I will answer you. He heal all diseases. He forgive all sins. He is the God that can do anything. All we have to do is to cry out to him. Let our request be made known unto him. Praise be to God. The third benefit David talks about is divine redemption. What does it mean when God redeems us? It means to buy back. When you have some time, read the book of Ruth. You have more understanding about the near kinsman redeemer. Jesus did not just buy us back. He redeemed us with full freedom from slavery to sin and returned us to our original state as sons and daughters of the Most High God. We were once slave to sin. Jesus came, he died, and we have been redeemed. So you can sing the song, I am redeemed, bought with a price. Jesus has changed my whole life. Anybody ask you just who I am, tell them I am redeemed. Praise be to God. Ephesians 1.7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Praise be to God. You have been redeemed, not with silver or with gold, but with the precious blood of of Jesus Christ. Amen. The fourth benefit we receive is divine crown. Verse 4 says, who crowns you with loving kindness. What does it mean that God crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies? A crown represents authority and all authority is given by God. Authority does not come from a position or a title. I have a position as a supervisor does not mean I can fire any of my co-workers. No, because I do not have the authority. I have the authority as a supervisor, but not. I was not given the authority to fire anyone. So we have been given authority by Jesus. Jesus came first as a lamb and then as a shepherd. Just as Jesus walked humbly on this earth, with authority given to him by God. God also wants us to walk humbly in 
authority. In Matthew 7, 28-29, it says, And so it was, when Jesus has ended these sayings, that the people were astonished at his teaching. For he taught them as one having authority, not as the scribe. So Jesus had authority and he got it from his father. So we have been crowned. He crowned us with loving kindness. So why are we crowned? Revelation 5.10 tells us we were made kings and priests. King reign and priests connect people to God. God wants us to reign over sin and death in this life and to help people reign over sin and death. Did you get it? God wants us to reign over sin and death in this life and we must help people to reign over sin and death. We are crowned. We are given authority to reign in this life over sin and death. Sin and death reign over us until grace came. So how did we reign in life? We reign by receiving an abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. The word righteous means right standing with God. So we are in right standing with God. He crowned us. With what are we crowned? Psalm 103 verse 4 tells us, He crowned us with loving kindness and tender mercies. Psalms 25 verse 6 also say, Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindness, for they are from of old. Psalms 40 verse 11 says, Do not withhold your tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let your loving kindness and your truth continually preserve me. Praise God. Psalm 51 verse 1 says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgression. So God crowns us and surrounds us with loving kindness and mercy. Our God is a merciful God. He is so merciful that even his throne is called the mercy seat. David used the phrase loving kindness and tender mercies a lot because he understood that he had received an abundance of grace, the gift of righteousness and authority given to him by God. So if we walk in humility, kindness and mercy as believers, then we will have the authority to overcome sin and death in our life because all authority is given to us by God, not by anyone else, but by God, not by what we do, not by the position we hold or by the title we carry. No, God crowns us with authority to be ambassadors of kindness and mercy to those around us. An ambassador represents his country. We are ambassadors of God. We have to show mercy, show compassion to everyone that we encounter on a daily basis. You see, God crowned us with loving kindness and tender mercies so that we could reign over sin and death in this life, not over people. Too often we focus on the crown and the authority instead of focusing on reigning the way Jesus reigned. And he reigned with loving kindness and tender mercy. He was always doing good to those he come in contact with. And we can learn from his example. The fifth benefit we receive from God is divine satisfaction. Verse 5 says, 
who satisfies your mouth with good things. What does it mean when God satisfies you? It means to be full. To be so full, you're on the verge of overflowing. It is said that God satisfies the person who can control his mouth with good things. If you can't control your words and your appetite, you will never be satisfied. Several years ago, my husband and I went to Florida. We went to an all-you-can-eat buffet. And this buffet just had crab legs and lobster. This guy probably saw we were greedy and kept coming back. So he brought us a platter and we ate all those crab legs. And when I was through, I was so stuffed. I was full. I can hardly walk out the restaurant. And I promised myself never to do that again. You see, all you can eat buffet will make you full for a moment. But after a few hours, you are hungry again. The only way you and I can be satisfied is in the Lord. When we are satisfied, we are not yearning for something else. When our hunger is satisfied, we do not crave for food. When our thirst is satisfied, we don't crave more water. When we are in right relationship with God, our souls are satisfied. We have lowered our emotional demands to that which can be met through Christ and we have instructed our hearts to rest there. The psalmist says, Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My heart and my flesh may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Sometimes we can be like a whining toddler. We are never satisfied. We tend to demand more and more, better, flashier things. If you notice most of what advertised today, it tends to destroy our satisfaction. It makes us think we need more and we got to have more. But when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, the demands of our hearts can be under His control. We recognize that God has provided all we need for our present happiness. You and I can experience satisfaction. Jesus said that I have come that they might have life and have it more to the full. The only person who can satisfy is Jesus. Proverbs 14, 14 says, The backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways, but the good man will be satisfied from above. He satisfies our longing souls. God is the only one that can satisfy us. You will never be satisfied by anyone or anything apart from God. So if you are a child of God, it's time to check out all the benefits that has been offered to you. And they can only be found in Jesus Christ. Praise be to God. Well, my friends, I trust that your heart was blessed. What a word. What a powerful word that's coming from the Lord, my friend. And, and God, God will never discriminate against us when we preach the divine truth of his word. God is a powerful God. And so we trust that your heart was blessed. Trust that your soul will be revived and refreshed. You know, my friends, we never bring our broadcast to a close without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Or today could be that very day. Today could be that great day because Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice and open the door, Jesus promised, he said, I'll come in and I will sup with him. Would you let him into your heart right now? 
right at this very moment, would you ask him to come into your heart, come into your life and save you. Father, we thank you and we praise you for your words. We know you are true, you are holy, you are so powerful. We know you can do anything. You can save unto the uttermost those that will come unto God by you. Speak to hearts, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you are blessed by tonight's word, we encourage you to reach out to us at newdayforpatlanta at gmail.com. Once again, that's newdayforpatlanta at gmail.com. So until then, let your heart go on singing. Until then, oh my friends, with joy you must carry on. Shalom. Ah, peace to all of you. God bless you.